0: Down and three, quick throw, what a catch, Samuel stays upright, terrific catch and run, one-on-one with Ramsey, can't bring him down, Samuel, highlight reel, touchdown, down. In the entertainment capital of the world. Kirk Cousins back to throw on fourth and 18, he's given time, he wants Jefferson, climbs the ladder, oh my goodness! It's the T.C. Martin Show, show. And 10 for Mahomes. Pressure and he sacks. First one of the day, and it's Bosa who gets home. TC Martin. TC Martin. It's time to get your daily prescription from the doctor. Who he is electrified? TC Martin. Is this for real? Oh my goodness. Can he do it twice? TC Martin. Can you believe it? Even a little Dion strut to the end zone. 101. The ninth time in his NFL career. A house call and a kick. The T.C. Martin gosh Here he goes He'll sprint. He's being chased by Howard. Looking behind. You can kiss him goodbye. Touchdown. The doctor is now in. 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 Glad to have you with us. It is a football Friday slash a World Series Friday. Let's throw some hockey, too, because the Golden Knights... Are going at three o'clock in the afternoon at T-Mobile Arena, but we got it all happening here for you today as we get you ready for another exciting weekend. TC Martin Show streaming live, coast to coast, border to border, wherever you may be, and of course, of course, here in Las Vegas as well, and our home. The Westgate Superbook. That's right. The world-famous Westgate of Las Vegas inside the Superbook here on a Friday, our regular Friday home. And I know that we've been alternating some Thursdays and some Fridays because of of my schedule, specifically with the Las Vegas Aces. But hey, now that the uh, WNBA season is over and the Aces are back-to-back champions, we don't have to worry anymore about uh, uh, traveling uh, throughout the country, at least for a while. So that is a good thing and uh, we are here each and every Friday as you well know. All right T.C. Martin, Marco D'Angelo in the house as well and today the quarterback Jay Schrader is back with us and uh, Jay has been attending to other things off on a little long sabbatical but uh, he is with us uh, on Fridays now for the most part he will be here today. The uh, former Redskins quarterback as I said and That's right, because he was a Redskin at that point in time. And, of course, uh, a Raider quarterback as well, too. So he will join us. And then, of course, our best bet segment coming your way a little bit later on in the program, like we always do each and every Friday. We'll do our best bets. Trevor Maddich will be joining us, hunkering down uh, from ESPN. It is College Football Studios there in Bristol, Connecticut, and of course he joins us each and every week. And then they'll be visited by the Vice President of Sportsbook Operations, like we normally are on our Fridays here at the Westgate. The one and only Jay Cornegay. So we will uh, talk to him about the lines and which way they are moving and shaking as we get ready for Week Number Eight of the National Football League, and of course college football coming up. Uh, that uh, actually game starting uh, you know tonight. But uh, we'll focus on the games for tomorrow and the World Series. It is game one of the World Series. And the big question is, how many people really care about the World Series outside from a, uh, a betting perspective? Now, obviously, people will, will find a side to bet in the World Series because it is the World Series. And game number one is tonight with Arizona and Texas. You've got Zach Gallen taking the mound for the Diamondbacks and Nathan Avaldi going for Texas. So, two teams that are riding a ton of momentum right now. Two long shots that nobody expected to be here. And when I say nobody, I mean nobody. We're talking about a 65 to 1 shot in the Arizona Diamondbacks, a 22 to 1 shot in the Texas Rangers. Those were odds at the beginning of this Major League Baseball season going back to uh, the beginning of April. So I'm very curious on what the viewership and what the betting action is going to be like. And we will talk to Jay Cornegay about that uh, a little bit later on. So we'll uh, break all that down for you. We'll talk about the college football games, the key ones, and then, of course, the NFL like I said, in our best bets. All right. Always good to have my man, Marco D'Angelo, here on a bookend week, as I say. Marco joins us in studio on Monday and then, of course, here at the Westgate on Friday. Marco's been getting a lot of cardio work in today. How you doing, brother? Where's the oxygen? (laughs) You're supposed to have the
1: tank ready for me. I just put a marathon in to get up here. You don't know where I parked. (laughs) Uh, I thought you were at the track.
0: I got some water for you. Uh, That's good. I'm going to be hitting that soon. Good man. Good man. All right. Uh, How interested are you in this World Series?
1: Oh, me as a gambler, it doesn't matter who's uh, playing, you know, to... uh, Quote my mother to she's once said to my dad, You'd bet on two ants crossing the street, wouldn't you? And he says, If I thought I had an edge,
0: <laughs> so yeah, but that's we're the gonna... thing. But it's kind of hard to find an edge in this series because they were predominant underdogs during the entire postseason, both were number six seeds, both barely got in to the playoffs, and they've both been pretty much red hot except for the three in a row that the Rangers lost on their home field to the Astros. So very hard series to handicap. And then I I know, you know, from a betting perspective, like you said, like I said, when I prefaced it, people people will bet on it. But I can guarantee you that the handle is not going to be astronomical like we've seen for last year's World Series, the last two years in the World Series where, I mean, you you had uh, a lot of public teams and uh, very popular teams. But Arizona and Texas, I mean, these are two teams – that are lucky to to sell out half their seats in their own stadium during the regular season.
1: Definitely with Arizona. Now, with Texas, they're both wild cards, TC. But do you really look at Texas as a wild card? They led the division almost the entire season.
0: 159 days they did,
1: right? They Then, you know, they lost the lead. They actually at one point were the odd man out because Seattle had leapfrogged both them and Houston to have a lead for just a couple days, and then Houston took it back over. And it went down to the final day of the season where... Texas, next to the last day of the season, eliminated Seattle. So they locked up the wild card at worst. But if they would have won the final day, which, if you remember, they lost one the, nothing. the final
0: day. They got Houston. Because it they couldn't hit, and they and they partied the night before. They partied so, like it was 1999. Which, you know, if they did, that it's <laughs> no absolutely
1: excuse. stupid. Okay? Yeah, well, they did do that. You know, yeah, that's a fact. And that's, you know, neither here nor there. Right now, if you're the Arizona Diamondbacks... You're coming in here with no pressure, in my opinion. You're playing with house money. You backed into the playoffs. Remember, they lost, what, their last four games or something? Yeah. And it's only because— They got swept by the Astros on their home field that final weekend. And they only got in because Chicago puked down their own leg the final week of the season. So they backed their way in, and here they are in the World Series. So to me, they're playing with house money. And when you're playing that way, playing loose, nobody expects you to win that's when you're dangerous all the pressure's on texas because they and i know you know you being the big houston fan and you've said it to me so many times during the course of the season the astros are inside the heads of the rangers well you know what they they slayed the dragon now they're here they're the ones that i think you got to worry about you know because of the pressure maybe thinking oh wow We just caught a break. We don't have to face the Phillies. We got the Diamondbacks. And that's one of the reasons why I'm on Arizona tonight in game one.
0: So back to your your question for me, and I will say that, uh, no, I do. I am surprised that they're here, and I do still view them uh, as an underdog. I understand they're a favorite in the series because they're playing the Diamondbacks, who were six games over 500 for the regular season. I mean, it's shocking. And, again, they were a 65-to-1 shot. And the only reason that that Texas was a 22-to-1 shot, which is still very long odds for a World Series Uh, participant is because they picked up Marcus Simeon and, and and Corey Seager, but it is still a, a a surprise and I don't consider them a a big favorite just because they've never been here before. They've never been here before. You got to go back to 2011 for the the Texas Rangers uh, to, to basically be in this position. And this was a team that lost over a hundred games two years ago. So no, they're 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 not a household name. They're not a household favorite. They don't have a, a bunch of, uh, um, of of household all stars. They don't have it. And when we talk about pitching, Arizona has the better pitching. Now their arms are younger than the Rangers, but that has been the Rangers' downfall. And that's why everybody, including myself and everybody else out there, you know, you know, figure that they would 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 collapse down the stretch because they don't have the pitching, and they've been getting amazing performances from two guys that aren't very good. (laughs) Jordan Montgomery. Everyone's yell about Jordan Montgomery. Remember Jordan Montgomery when he was with the Yankees, even when he was with the Cardinals and when they got rid of him? I mean, this guy was, he was just an average pitcher. And then Nathan Avaldi's had two Tommy John surgeries. Mm -hmm. There's nothing special about him, but they've turned in some pretty good performances uh, as of late. Avaldi wasn't great against the Astros. And uh, so when... That's all you have, and then when you get to the sixth inning, I mean, you're licking your chops if you're the opponent because there is nobody, I underline nobody, that you fear in that Rangers bullpen. It certainly isn't uh, Aroldis Chapman. We know that. Now you go back to like say some of these other teams that maybe we expected they could slide in, like Minnesota, who was a division champ in the AL, you know, Central. But they had Durant, and you, you're fearful of this guy. You know when you're when you when the guy's coming out of the bullpen. Arizona doesn't have that. I mean, Las Vegas native. And I'm glad for him. What Seawald? That's great. This guy doesn't throw over 93.
1: <laughs> the thing about it is, is Arizona, and it's not often that I would be saying this in a matchup. Arizona has the edge in the bullpen. For this this series, of course they do. Okay, yeah. and anybody would over Texas. Okay. okay, seriously, yeah, anybody. Just about um, the thing that you mentioned, Jordan Montgomery. Mean you see him totally mm-hmm. different. I think he's been a phenomenal pitcher for Texas and down the stretch. Down the he, stretch, I'm with you, but I'm talking about career told, numbers is what I'm well, talking about. I know, but right now we're dealing with right now, yeah. and he's sharp. Here's the thing about Jordan Montgomery, and that's the other reason why I'm on Arizona tonight. In a perfect world. Jordan Montgomery was starting Game One, but because Max Shearzer only went two and a third, and I and I told you when we broke yeah. that game down yeah. that he would be on a very short leash, and they went because there's no tomorrow if you don't win that game on Monday. They went to Jordan Montgomery out of the bullpen. He was the first one that came out. He gave them two and change, but got them. You know, and, and Bochy the didn't need to do
0: that. The game was already in hand. They chased Javier after getting one out in the whole game. Yeah. That game was never in doubt. That, it, that that was a horrendous move by Bruce Bochy. But he he burned his first game. Yeah, started. he did. And, 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 and that could be your game one, your game four, and your game seven starter. That's hor- you don't yeah. do that. I'm, you know what I'm hoping
1: for. I'm I'm hoping for <laughs> Arizona to get game one, and then I'll come with you know both yeah. fists tomorrow uh, with Texas in game two. But that's the reason for, and getting plus, you know, I picked it up. I don't know what it is now, but I, I bet it early this morning. I got plus 139 on Arizona, and I think, you know, that's the only way to go here. In Zach Gallen to talk about him, for the season, he was much better at home than he was on the road. However, the last four road starts that he had, three of the four were outstanding. Gave up two runs or less, went into the sixth inning in, in those games, and they weren't against nobodies. One was in the, the playoffs against Philly. One, the other, next two were the Milwaukee series and the Dodger series, both big favorites o- over him. And then the one game he got blasted, he did get hit for four runs in the one Philadelphia start. But this is a spot for him that he has delivered better in the second half of the season and remember he also was your all-star starter you know he was having at one point of the season he was in you know talk for the Cy Young his road starts to, you took you know took him out of that mm-hmm. uh you know that situation you know, took him out of the conversation for Cy Young but I like him tonight in game one and like I said Arizona's got that swagger it's us against the world because no one and I mean no one has gave them a shot to even get out of the the wild card round let alone here are we surprised that Texas got out of the wild card round Surprised that it was a sweep? Yes. Surprised that they won? Not exactly, because like I said, this is a team that was a first place team for the majority of the season, and they did it much like Baltimore. Like you said, there's no big household names on you know on this team that you know that everybody can associate with until they went out and got Mark you know Max uh, Shearzer at the uh, trade deadline, but that really didn't. He's not the reason they're here.
0: <laughs> I know what you're saying about Gallen, but I don't know if it's a tired arm or not, but the ERA in the postseason is over 5, 5.24. But if you look at his, um, his stats throughout the course of the season, he hasn't really been that good. Do you know in, he has given up at least five earned runs and seven different times? Seven different occasions. He's given up at least four runs, I believe, in his last seven starts. No, I'm sorry, his last five starts. So that's a scary thing. And again, guys who are not used to being here. And I think it's a very hard series to handicap because neither team has been here. There's question marks with both sides for pitching. The guy who's pitching the best is the guy that's going to be going probably in game number two is the rookie for Arizona who closed it out a couple nights ago. I mean he and he's kind of an unknown but when you look at his numbers and his consistency his strikeout to walk ratio he's the best he's got the advantage he's got
1: an advantage and he's got a disadvantage the advantage is like you said he's a rookie they haven't seen him you know and that's one of the things and we talk about it all the time in baseball that whenever you a pitcher goes around the league for the first time advantage to him because the hitters don't know you know they haven't seen him they don't know what to look for and they've got the advantage now with that same advantage is also a disadvantage right now because he's pitching on the biggest stage that he's ever pitched on. He's a rookie. He doesn't, you know, he's never experienced this. But the fact that he did pitch a closeout game and got them what they needed you got to give him credit for that so he's gonna be you know he's gonna have some confidence coming in here but still you don't know what's in the mind of a rookie when they trot out there for a world series game i know we all play in the back okay were you when you were a kid in the backyard were you dreaming of pitching on the mound closing out the world series or were you at the plate hitting a walk-off which one were you doing
0: See, I'm probably the norm because I was a pitcher growing up. So okay. I, I, I was a pitcher. But I was that kid at the end of the driveway, you know, yeah. you know, throwing up the wiffle ball and hitting yeah. it on top of the roof. Yeah. So I was both. I, <laughs> and we're talking about Brandon Fott, you know, by the way. And he's actually going to start game two. He's actually going to start game number three. So that's the way that's going to line up uh, for Arizona. But, I don't know, kind of a weird feeling too. I mean, this whole World Series has kind of a weird feeling for me. And we're starting on a Friday night. Which is a little bit strange too. We normally start a World Series usually on on a on a Saturday or a Sunday or a Tuesday, and when you look at the schedule, you got Game One tonight. And again, this was set way in advance. It has nothing to do with how long these uh, the division series or the championship series went. It has nothing to do with that. These are all etched in stone early for television purposes. But you got Game One on a Friday, Game Two on a Saturday, travel day on Sunday, which has always been a big you know Sunday night baseball type of a thing. And they're bowing, I guess. to To the the NFL, but you're just competing against one game because all World Series games are at night. Mm -hmm. So to me, that doesn't make sense. And the Sunday night football a lot of times doesn't draw the huge, huge numbers because if you're not a fan of those two teams, you're not watching the game anyway.
1: And generally, you're starting the baseball game an hour in front of the football game, so you have a head start on them as well.
0: Yeah. yeah. So it'll be interesting how they go. So you're not involved or want to get involved in a series bet? this one i didn't feel that i had enough of an edge
1: to make a series play because sometimes what ends up happening and you make a series play and then something happens in the first game and you want to do something else and then it's kind of contradicting what you have for the series and you feel well i'm like i'm betting against myself or now i can lose twice like if my team goes down and i want to take them in game two and now I'm zero and two in the series, and I and lose a bet too. It just it screws up. So I want to have the freedom to do whatever I want to yep. do on a day to day basis.
0: Can you just tell that I'm bitter? <laughs> I'm just bitter. I was planning to go into the World Series next week. Oh. You know, i was bitter. I, I, I'm, just, I'm just bitter.
1: I know you. I got to ask you off. off uh, you know, side note. Sure. Were you? Um, you know, I texted you that night the minute I saw the breaking news to see if you saw it. Did you see that coming with
0: Dusty? Yes okay yes um, talked about it in the offseason um, probably right before spring training and then again I think he officially made up his mind after the all-star break so it was more more like right around, I'm trying to remember let's See, first first part of August end of August and uh, again I'm not gonna speak for him or, or anything but uh, I know that T when they were struggling um and there was some doubt like, okay, are they going to catch Texas? Uh, you know, where are they going to end up? And it was kind of pretty much, you know, it, at the end of the summertime before they made that stretch run in September when they kind of hit, hit the gas and everyone kind of got healthy. But uh, there were some rumblings uh, around Houston and uh, that, um, you know, maybe they weren't going to make it or they were going to choke and that sort of thing and he kind of took that personal and again they didn't offer him a contract extension he's basically been on a year to year type of a thing So, and I know he has the utmost respect for for Jim Crane and and, you know he was great for the Astros the Astros were good to him they gave him the opportunity but as we know he saved the Astros and I was really glad to see Jim Crane come out and, and say that during the course of the last couple seasons especially after the World Series I told you uh, when we were celebrating at the World Series last year and I was with him and Jim Crane and for Crane to come up there and just said hey man you you are our savior this and that I thought that was so cool and then Crane said it again um, you know at the press conference yesterday as well too but I just think that he just felt like you know um, if they want me back they'll make a, a, a hard pitch to have me back and if not then I'm cool with it. And so, uh, yes, you know, kind of new. That's why I wanted to try to get to Houston as much as I could this year because I kind of felt okay, this this is going to be it. You know, and uh, I'm glad for him that he finally got to go out on his own terms and he's never, ever done that san francisco chicago cincinnati washington he never got a chance to go out on his own terms they let him go or failed to renew his contract after all he did was you know lead him deep into the postseason absolutely so that's um you know a factor as far as being the age a lot of people oh he's 74 years old he doesn't feel 74 he doesn't look 74 uh you know again and he's not done so I think that's the thing that needs to be reiterated here. He is not done. He retired from managing the Astros, okay. and he was very careful to say that. Now, a lot of people took it as straight retirement. Other people took it as retire from managing, which more than likely he has done managing. But uh, do not be surprised if he takes a front office role or advisory role, uh, which... Is a little bit surprising, knowing that he tried that with the Giants and he wasn't crazy about it, but that he really didn't let him do too much as well too, because he's a field guy. He wants to be he wants to be a teacher. He's always a teacher. So if he can find some role where he could spend time on the field, you know, still mentoring and mentoring managers, and then having a say and maybe putting together a roster, I think that's what he's looking for.
1: Having heard some of the stories. That you know me getting to know you, and I've I asked you, how did you you know get to meet Dusty and everything? And here are the stories you've told me about Dusty. And then I got to be honest. Um, Today I sat with your with your wife at, at the basketball game. I heard a lot of Dusty oh. stories, and he's just such a class act. And when you say he saved the Astros, that was the perfect hire because he's like that father figure. You know, clean as a whistle, you know, never, no skeletons in his closet ever. And at the time, that's what the Houston Astros needed. Let's be honest. It, it was bad down there, okay? <laughs> <laughs> all right? And he saved that franchise. And with all of that said, he could have easily said in made this season, You know, about him when he made this decision internally to himself and put the spotlight on him to get him, you know, the fanfare around, you know, Mm -hmm. baseball. He didn't do that. He could have used that as a motivational drive. Hey, uh, I'm retiring at the end of the season. You know, maybe, you know, the team, let's win one for the game. He didn't do that. And that goes to the man, not the manager, the man. And every story that I heard from you and your wife about Dusty, uh, you know, I, I was hoping for, you know, one of these times to get to meet him because they were fascinating stories.
0: Right, right. And uh, he rarely comes uh, to Vegas. Mm-hmm. He came two years ago and we went to, took him to a Raiders game, took him to a couple of our favorite restaurants. Oh, I'm sure so, he, had, so, he had some blue ribbon chicken, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he loved the chicken. He had said, you're right about that chicken. Let's get another order. But he went nuts with the oysters.
1: Okay. So uh, You
0: asked me. I, I know, me yeah. too. I said, you can, you can eat all those oysters you want. And then, you know, we were doing the shareables and the steak and this and that. Yeah. He actually got mad at me. Yeah. And I said, come on, you got to try the steak. He goes, man, he goes, I told you, I can't eat red meat, okay? Oh. He goes, <laughs> don't push this steak in front of me anymore. <laughs> I could find go, fine, go your oysters, okay? But I want some more of that chicken, he says. <laughs> but, nah, and that's what Bochy did. If you remember, when Bochy did the whole retirement train and people were, were giving him gifts and he said that that took away from his team and Bruce Bochy regretted announcing that in advance. But Dusty wasn't going to say anything until, you know, he didn't, hold his news until the World Series started. He didn't do it right after the game or game seven in the ALCS when the Astros were eliminated. Didn't do it the next day. He wanted all that shine to be away from him but everyone was asking him everything so they held the press conference yesterday. So yeah, so when he does come back to town, I'll make sure that you, you get the invite my friend. Alright. You know. There you go. <laughs> and, and, and for once you won't, you won't have to pay either. There
1: you go. <laughs> well, oh, from the stories won't. I heard, there's a good chance that you'll be getting comped, and if all the stories I've heard, <laughs> Dusty will be pulling the and <laughs> blowing it out.
0: <laughs> that's, how we, that's how we roll, brother. But yeah, I'm I'm happy for him that he can now just chill. And you know, I've, I've talked about it numerous times too. That I spent a lot of time with him that 2020 season while he was contemplating whether to take. That job or not, and I remember being with him, and he goes, "Hey, uh, this is Crane. I gotta take this call." (laughs) And they were going back and forth with that, and and remember one time, you know, we were at his winery, and again it was pandemic time, and it was a late start and everything, you know, and it was like, "You sure you want to do this?" And he goes, "Because I do, I do." He goes, "They got they got a good squad here," and he was like, "Ah, "How bad could it really be as far as like taking all those bullets?" And then he came back and said. I didn't know it was going to be that bad, <laughs> especially the introductory press conference they had during spring chaining when he was there and, and Jim Crane was there and Altuve were there and they were just peppering questions and I felt so bad for Dusty because he's sitting there going, and he finally had to say, he goes, you know, hey. I wasn't here. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All we could do is, is move forward and, you know, with these guys. And that was a challenge. And then you had the interruption during spring training, if you remember. Right. So you had all that, but he had that experience with, with two strike shortened seasons that he had to deal with going way back. One as a player and then one as a manager as well too. So he knew how to do this, but you said something and I'll hit the nail on the head with this and we'll move on is that, uh, yeah, that father figure and everything, because he knows when to put his arm around players. He knows when to embrace them, and knows when to kind of give them uh, the swift kick in the motivational speech as well, too. And a lot of people think that managers really don't have much of a role. They'll 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 look at a manager and they'll be quiet in the dugout or whatever. That that's not always the case. You know you know with Dusty, and the thing about it is, he is spending so much time. And this is the, so many stories. Like you said, they're out there, but. Getting to know your players and getting to know what makes them tick. So, I remember him when um, Framber Valdez. You know, he was just just met Framber. You know, hey, you're gonna have to be a starter. You know, this season, Luis Garcia, this and that. And uh, you know, he went and would go to this Dominican restaurant. He would travel like 45 miles outside of town in Texas, and would would bring him his family and the crew just the Dominican food. He goes, and, and like tears were out of the Dominican player's eyes. Like we, we haven't had this for mm. ever. We don't get this in the United States. It's that kind of stuff or, you know, somebody needs some help putting down a down payment on their house. He's going to help you do that. You know, give you advice and, and, and just help people. Um, there was one story with, uh, when he was with the Giants that, uh, one of the Giants, uh, just signed a, um, uh, a contract extension, and when they were on the road, got his house broken into, stole all the furniture, took everything. And this guy was only in, in his second year of Major League Baseball, didn't have a whole bunch of money. Dusty furnished his whole house. It's stuff like that, and you know, I, get, I could go on and on. And non-baseball related, you know, stories too. But that's who he is, and that's why players love him, and that's why he is the ultimate mentor. On the field and off the field.
1: Yeah. And like I said, uh, your lovely wife, Gina, told me stories. And the one of the ones that stuck out to me was, uh, I think it was in Atlanta, but there was a, a cleaner that, <laughs> that he had to get something. I, I forget what it was for, but he couldn't find any place to get something. And they took care of it, you know, after hours, whatever, got him the stuff in this kid ended up at one of the World Series games and Gina, you know, sitting so she knew it was in his seats and yeah. so how, you know and he told a story that that was his grandfather or, or, Correct. or something Correct. that they, yeah. they did that and Dusty leaves him leaves him tickets. Yeah. The there, no, there's
0: so many stories about that. So many stories. So many stories. I mean, it's, it, it's countless and that's kind of a running joke because, you know, when you're sitting in that section, you're with friends and family of the team, and this and that, and so if someone's sitting next to you. You got to figure, okay, well, Dusty left you tickets. Yeah, how'd you know that? <laughs> it's like, and it was like, well, you know, how do you know? Him? And then, you know, one time it was the uh, Philadelphia Phillies um, uh, parking garage attendant. This guy was like 80 years old. And every time that you know Dusty would roll into Philadelphia, they would strike up a conversation, and this goes like 20 plus years. This guy had the same, you know, the parking lot attendant when they park the cars, and then uh, you want you want to, you want to come to a game? No problem, I got yeah. you. I haven't seen you, in, you know, probably 10 years, but that's yeah. okay. So I mean, there's just. Tons of stories like that, too, just or people that he's helped out, but just a great humanitarian. And when I hear him, like in that press conference yesterday, saying, Well, I I feel like. I, I, I still haven't done nothing because I went to Hank Aaron's funeral and people are talking about Hank did this, Hank did that and set up uh, scholarship funds for all these people. He goes, he goes I, I feel like I haven't done anything. I was like, <laughs> D- you're out of your mind. Yeah. You have done so much, but that's just the kind of guy he is. So, um, I'm going to miss, miss seeing him in the dugout on the field, all that sort of thing. But, uh, it, it it's time, you know, we knew it was coming at some point in time. And, um, I know even Astros fans were kind of say, "Hey, give us one more year, or whatever." <laughs> but uh, you know, so so bless him. All right, my friend, when we come back, we will talk some NFL, some college football. Jay Cornegay is going to join us. Jay Schrader, the quarterback, he will join us next hour, too, plus Trevor Maddich. And we've got best bets, our three best college plays, three best NFL plays. It is a football Friday live at the Westgate Las Vegas inside the Superbook. Hey, everyone, this is Carnell, a.k.a. Golden Pipes,
1: and I want to welcome you back to the T.C. Martin Show.
0: (laughs) <laughs> Carnell Johnson, my man, Golden Pipes, yeah. He'll be uh, singing that national anthem in uh, less than a half hour. Golden Knights so the afternoon matinee affair. I'm used to the Nevada day, right, where they have the afternoon start. I know, I'm going to hear from you, Marco. That yeah, I mean, you, you wish you were there, supposed to be there, whatever it is. Not, today's, what, the 27th? This should be. Why are they playing a Friday afternoon
1: game? Okay, yeah. And that's probably why I didn't get a parking spot today, because everybody's off, because Nevada Day is being celebrated today. Today? Today.
0: Oh well, that's okay. new,
1: news. That's well, breaking news good, Well, mean. it's a lot of people taking the long weekend. So that's why, you know, they're playing the matinee. That's why it's a three o'clock start. They wouldn't have a three o'clock start if a lot of people were not... That's what I'm not, saying. It's, the yeah. Nevada
0: Day is usually the 30th. It's, the, it's the 31st. Right. It's
1: the 31st, normally. It's the 31st. 31st, yeah. But the, it's four days early. I know. But... I, my problem is why? Why do you have Nevada Day? Tell, do, do every does every
0: state have the day uh, that they I, come in? You know, the I, I, we never had a California Day or a Wisconsin Day. I never had a Pennsylvania Day. <laughs> yeah. I, did, I had this. <laughs> no, discussion. L- no idea
1: here. Yeah. yeah, right. I had this discussion with Lori today. So why do you guys celebrate? You know, is it such a big thing that you know you, yeah, you became a state. Congratulations. Just, just
0: an excuse, I guess, for people to.
1: Have an afternoon off. Exactly. Kick back, have a couple drinks, watch an afternoon hockey game. I went to the bank today. Banks are open. The bank was open.
0: Okay. Good (laughs) thing. Today's not any certain. It's no holiday. I'm
1: telling you, a lot of businesses are (laughs) letting guys have
0: that. Name one. That's what I want to know. Chuck, look at it. T-Mobile Arena, the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Or the Vegas Golden Knights. What are you talking about? They
1: would not have a 3 o'clock game if they didn't have people off to go. (laughs) The only reason
0: why. But my point is, if it's going to be a state holiday, then places, banks, uh, everything else would be closed. True. If you, I, We're I making up our own rules here. That's what it sounds like to me. Why else would there be a 3 o'clock game? Yeah, why would there be an eight fifteen
1: game couple nights not ago?
0: Do people not work? Frozen frenzy. Huh? People not work? Did yeah. you like that? People are working today. Do you like, did you like the frozen frenzy? The frozen frenzy? frenzy, again, to me, I, I'm not much into gimmicks. Uh why why do you need to do that? You haven't gained all it is can confuse the betters. You know, oh I, I thought the game was gonna be a seven o'clock start, seven thirty <laughs> starts. What oh we got a six forty-five start. We got a game starting every fifteen minutes. I mean, what is that? No, I you don't need to do that. Okay? You're popular enough, NHL, in, in your league. You're popular enough, you don't need to do that. Really, what, what is it? Oh, we want to be talked about. Yeah, so you don't, I'm, not, I'm not that
1: guy. So you don't like the college basketball when they do the, the all on one day, where they kick off the season, midnight madness, midnight madness and that, all that? That's
0: a practice deal.
1: That's a practice, but they that's a do, practice but they, deal. They have had game, yeah. one of the early seasons where okay, they, they go all day long. They start yeah. early in the afternoon, go all day long, to beginning of the season, when you're having the exhibit, not exhibition, but the out-of-conference games. You were and talking get into the tournament holiday tournaments which
0: no no they have the, they have game days like that where you know everyone is playing on a on a, on a certain day or whatever yeah. yeah it's got nothing to do with Midnight Madness Midnight Madness is bit, you know it's like okay like you could start you know practicing on October the 15th okay so oh instead of you know wait until 3 o'clock in the afternoon or, Don't or it's a it's it's kind of a fun thing but as far as you know the games and all that kind of stuff it's it's fine, but I'm just saying, do you, do you really need to do it? I don't know. So you asked me if I'm a fan of it. I didn't care one way or the other about it. It, it, kept, it kept me from going to the game because I don't want to go to the game. It starts at 8.15. Yeah, I know. We were texting, and I'm <laughs> thinking, hey, you you should be at the game right now. No. Nah, I, I, <laughs> I did the eight fourteen face face-off, and that was the opening night. I did that. <laughs> Made sure I left early.
1: I was going to say, what the, you know. <laughs> What is the over/under of w- when you
0: usually leave T-Mobile uh, after the second period, or I would say the eight-minute mark of the third period, just to to be no matter the what the score is. Depends on the game, playoff game, Stanley Cup final. I'm, I'm staying to the end. Yeah, unless it's like four-one. I think I pulled one of those. I you think know. you have. Yeah, I yeah. think I think you've been eating chicken by the time the final horn. Well, goes. that's important too because they close at ten. <laughs> got to get in. What? I mean, come on, it's it's food, man. And and that's another thing. A lot of these restaurants should be staying open a lot later.
1: That is my biggest pet peeve of the Toshiba Plaza and all of the restaurants there. That on game nights they're not open at least an hour, an hour later, because a lot of people do work. I I know, uh, you know, that's a foreign concept to you, but actually do work.
0: That have normal jobs and hours. Yeah, be careful what you're saying about people that don't work. <laughs> that don't work. That okay. have yeah. set hours. hours okay, work. let me let me
1: let me work it that way. <laughs> that they, they don't get to eat before they go to the game. <laughs> and not everybody loves stadium food. And they want to have something good. Right. and you wanna go after the game. Yeah. And you're, there's times that I have literally did a run to get to a place I want to get to because they shot, they stopped at 10 o'clock, which I, I think is just completely
0: stupid. And, was, and some stop at 9. And I've told the stories of different cities. Seattle. It's hard to find a restaurant that is open past 9 p.m. It's crazy. I know. And I know what steakhouse you wanted to go to. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. I didn't get to go there whenever I, I missed out on that one when I was in Seattle. I was only there a couple of days, and I, I didn't get to.
0: You know what? I, I'm taking suggestions. Uh, so I, I got to take two more flights before the end of the year to get my, uh, my status back. You know what I'm saying? It's one of those type of things. Companion pass? Not the companion pass, because the companion pass, you need like 150 of those flights or whatever. So, but uh, you got to fly X amount of flights and miles or or miles or whatever to to get that status where you board first. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Okay. And so I got to take two round trips. Obviously, Sacramento makes a lot of sense. You know, go back. And so I'm definitely going to do that. Any suggestions of where to go? because I do have some flight credits now, too, since I canceled my World Series flights.
1: <laughs> Wisconsin?
0: <laughs> no. Maybe. It's cold now. Yeah, but the see, that's it. Go yeah, yeah. Go. yeah. I think I want to go more, okay. more warm you weather. Want to go, okay. and, I, and I don't want to go crazy where it's going to, you know. All
1: right, do you want to go total, sports total or do you want to go strictly food? I, Because that, cause that could be a trip. That could be a oh, pr- trip. Probably both. All right. I have not been there. And anybody that's a foodie, and but you're so fickle on what you want to eat. Okay, I got I got to be careful with choosing my words. Yeah. But anybody that's a foodie always says to go to New Orleans. I've been there though. Bex. Been there, done it. You've been there, done that.
0: Yeah, and it wasn't crazy about it because it was so much seafood and Creole and all that stuff. And, and I did it because you know to do it. But it's, it's like, oh, you got to have the po' boy. You got to have that. It's like. They were. it was okay and I went to the most famous places because again got remember I was there for the final four a year before last yeah. so I got to spend like four days there so no nothing no alright we'll, we'll work on it we'll find you someplace yeah you're not recommending Pittsburgh I noticed that unless you want to take
1: it's me cold. with you to the Penn State cold. game you know,
0: it, it's cold. Right, no. I'm not looking forward.
1: I I am going to the, the Penn State-Michigan game only because one of my nephews went to Penn State, and we all live in different parts of the country now, and he wanted to do a thing where, you know, I'm their uncle. You know, I'm really their big brother because we've had that discussion before, the age between my sister and I, and wanted to do something It's a bucket list for him. He wants us all to go do something together. So, you know, he rented this fabulous uh, house on Airbnb and everything uh, for it. So, yeah. But it's going to be cold. The only good thing of the cold, I was hoping for a night game, but it would have been even colder. It's a noon start. I'm not happy about the noon start.
0: See, I'm I'm leaning towards maybe Phoenix or maybe even Dallas just to... uh, because again, I, I got the chance to know that city a little bit, got some friends there, so may, maybe that. But again, I, I don't want to get into, you know, where the the cost of the flight is ridiculous as well, too. So
1: how about um, I haven't been there either, but I know you probably have San Antonio. See the number one draft pick, NBA. I've, I've never, the, believe it or I've river, never been to San Antonio. Do the River Walk. Yeah. there's a lot of good barbecue. That might be that might be a place. I think we
0: should have a live remote. Throw, yeah. be- throw <laughs> Becky's name around out uh, down that's there. That's true. Well, I I definitely reach out to Becky and say, okay, give me the spots. Yeah, yeah. That's see, but we're on the same page. More warm weather, south. Yeah, that's on am leaning it, towards
1: time, I don't want to go to a cold place. No, I know, I, I know,
0: yeah. I know, I know. Maybe maybe I would do a Green Bay if it was September, but first part of October. But no and again, I've I've traveled enough to the East Coast this year, or so. I'm, I'm I'm cool with that. I don't need that. I got a buddy that has been begging me to come to, to Miami. And, and our boy Reeves is always saying, oh, come come to Tampa. It's like, I don't know. I, I, just I don't want don't to fl- be on a flight for four hours. Wait, wasn't um, Buck Power coming back to Tampa to, to I think Tampa you're right. Bay? I think you're right, yeah. I yeah. think you need to figure out what game that was and make sure that is. And then meet up. Yeah, but see, again, I don't want to go to the cross country. Because you don't want me take, taking uh, time off of work again, num Chuck, do you? Because then yeah, I'll, I'll lose a couple days to just going to the East Coast for a Marco, this, you, this Marco, gonna, you want to come host? This is going <laughs> to be this is going to be a weekend thing.
1: Yeah. I just I don't picture you in cold, and I I just can't see you.
0: In picture shopping. me cold. I lived cold for twelve years. The when ultimate you, cold. When you leave it, you don't want to go back to. I it. agree. I have no I've only desire. been back. I've only been back to Green Bay one time. Since 2015, that was for a funeral. I mean, I'll
1: go back in the summertime, springtime. I just don't want to go in the dead of winter. Mm -hmm. That's for sure. I don't miss that. Scraping, you know, fifteen extra minutes of your day scraping
0: the ice off your car to start your day, shovel snow. Fifteen. Try, try getting up like at six in the morning or five thirty because you got to, you know, blow out your driveway, and that's not a a ten or fifteen minute thing. And the sidewalk and You're all You're correct. Stuff.
1: The guy I paid, it took him about 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. And he had a plow. Yeah. He had a plow to come yeah. yeah, I had him on speed dial.
0: Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I, I lived that life. Okay. I lived that life because I had the next-door neighbor kid. And I told you until yeah. he went off to college, then now what am I going to do? Yeah. I did it myself. Yeah. I wore kind of like a badge of honor, too. It's like... I can do this. I think I told you when I first moved to Green Bay. Everybody said, "You got to get a snowblower. You got to get it, this and that." And I moved to Green Bay in in the beginning of September, and so okay, yeah, they're having sales now. You got to go. I know nothing about snowblowers. Like, how, what am I? So, what do I do? I go to the. Ace Hardware, whatever this and that, and I'm looking at all this guy, looking at stuff, and uh, guys going like, "Well, how big a place you got? How big is your driveway? Is it like, (laughs) you know, like a, a quarter of a mile, or is it one of those long ones?" I go, "Oh no, no, that's you know probably like I don't know, you know." 20 yards or something like that. He goes, well, why are you looking at these big old ones? I go, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not, so I'm telling him what I need. That well, So what do I do? I bought like the Cadillac of snowblowers, right? Because I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. And I'm just saying, oh, well, it's like, well, this is, you know, Five gears, and this will make it smooth. This thing. I go, okay, I better get that because you know I have these horror stories. And I will say, I was glad that I got that Cadillac, Cadillac. Okay. of snowblowers, where everyone else like had these little small ones, and they're yeah. getting you know blown away in the when the blizzard like conditions. I had a big driveway, had this,
1: got the snowblower, and you know what? First time, it was fun. Yeah, yeah, right. Se- Second. Second time. So I'm saying. Okay, third time. No, I'm done. Right.
0: <laughs> this isn't fun anymore. <laughs> Lord, you know, find somebody to do it. You know. It, yeah. It's- I, it took me three winners. Uh, first winner was like badge of honor. Was like, yeah, here's no. a California guy. I can do this. I can do this. Yeah. Second, okay. Back, right. We'll go back to back. No problem. Third year. That's enough. <laughs> Wait.
1: <laughs> You know Lori. When I met Lori, first thing I I told her is we started it looked like things were gonna get serious. I said, I gotta tell you something. If you're looking for a handyman, somebody's gonna change oil, fix this. It's not me. I said, <laughs> It is not me, but I can tell you this much, I can afford a guy.
0: <laughs> That's funny. That's good. I can I can relate to that. But yeah. no, sometimes uh, you sometimes you have to do it, you know, yourself. Because especially in those like overnight storms or blizzards. And you got to get up. And you got to. I was doing morning radio at that time. I was doing well, morning and afternoon. So I, I had to be at the station like by by eight in the morning. So it's like you, you got to find a way to get out of your driveway, man. Did you have a big toolbox at home? Yeah, I probably can use a hammer and maybe a pair of pliers. And that's about it from that toolbox.
1: My toolbox is a hammer, <laughs> a couple different screwdrivers, the different heads. And yeah. That's it. If it takes anything more than that. <laughs> If you have a tool, somebody's going to expect you to do it.
0: So I don't have those tools. You know it's funny? It, it, you always say how alike that we are. and, and I think this is the first time we've had this conversation. You're right. We, all, we, we, we are so much alike when it comes to that stuff. Uh, you know, we didn't talk about any football during the segment at all. None whatsoever. Jeez. Did you like the uh, ending of the Buffalo game yesterday? <laughs> oh, you no. Know, you,
1: Hey, I was sweating the hell Mary. I, I had the, the money line parlay, okay? I uh, in
0: listen, know. listen, this okay. For you people that had Tampa Bay last night, okay? <laughs> Don't smile when you went to the cashier because you had no business going to the cashier whatsoever. None. Zilch, zippo, nonsense. That is the worst bad beat I believe I've ever had. And I'll tell you why. They'll be worse ones. Trust no, me. I'm no. telling you. Th- this was the worst because I hated making this play because you know how I feel. I'm a teaser. I'm a money line guy. And I said it's eight and a half. I used it for the contest, which I don't use on Thursday nights. I don't like using a Thursday night game. Eight and a half went to nine. And I'm going like, but everything points that Buffalo is going to win by double digits. They should win by double digits. The only way they are not going to win by double digits is if some backdoor garbage happens and they play prevent defense. So I knew it the entire time that this was going to happen, despite Baker Mayfield failing on fourth down, not once, not twice, not three times only like Lionel Rich in the Commodores once said, but four times. <laughs> Four times! (laughs) And the fourth time was like a Hail Mary touchdown. They were off the field. They didn't convert those first three fourth down attempts. They were bailed out by penalties on all three times. So there is no worse bad beat, Marco, because the game was over three times on that drive. It's over! Done! The the, the offense is coming on the field for
1: Buffalo! Buffalo! I didn't text you last night because I I, I I knew I felt your pain and I was sitting at the you know where yeah, I was. Yeah, you had to so bring I, it up
0: though, didn't you? Well, it, it, hey, it's good radio. Oh yeah, <laughs> this, this is great radio. I'll tell you, it's when, a bit, when this day, has been a very bad week for me. Yeah. Last week was a glorious week for me with the championship, with the aces, yeah. and winning and my betting. Everything yeah. was glorious last awesome. week. This week has been horrendous. I, it's a terrible Tuesday. It's been a terrible week, <laughs> a terrible TC week. I know
1: somebody that's going to be on the air shortly that that enjoyed that backdoor cover yesterday. That I guarantee you made Jay very happy. And if they would have got the hail mary that they threw at the end, did you see how how close they were to actually?
0: No, no. Oh, you, you shut. It I gave off. up. You shut it. I off. gave up after they converted, not converted, but after they got. The, the extension for the third penalty on the drive, I quit. I quit. And I said, and then I take a peek, and then I saw that, oh, it's fourth down again. I couldn't watch it. I couldn't watch it. And then I looked at it. Well, two reasons why I couldn't watch it. Okay, here's, an, here's another thing. I'm watching this crap on, on, on Prime, Amazon, whatever. Did you have any buffering issues last night? I had buffering all night long. I, and then finally, I said, "That's it. I'm done with this. I was done. A, I was at a sports book. I was at
1: a poker room watching the game. Okay, so, yeah. so I did it, it,
0: it. was it was atrocious. Atrocious. You don't stream football. It was a joke. And I just said, I, "I'm done. I'm, I forget about it. And what I do I, I check this the, the, the scorephone thing? And I well, and I said, "You
1: missed yes. the hail mary at the end.
0: There. Uh, what I missed? It
1: fell. It fell to the ground. Nobody what? Did. The Hail Mary fell to the ground in between a uh, couple players. It could they could have won the game. Tampa because they went for two Oh, you're talking
0: about after the, the yeah, after the, the touchdown. touchdown. Yeah, after the so touchdown. touchdown. Yeah, after the so Tampa Bay
1: got it back. Yeah. They had oh, a who cares month. at that point? I care. I had the money line. <laughs> I cared a lot. See, that, and, the,
0: and you know how I feel about that because I that was my play. I was getting but I said nope.
1: And I know once <sighs> once they backdoored you. If you're like me, you you were hoping Buffalo lost out, right? At that point.
0: No, I actually I, I do think that way. I wasn't yeah. thinking that way last night. I, I was it was it was horrible in my household last night. Horrible. It was just a, a horrendous evening. I went to bed at eight thirty.
1: Quarterback's I couldn't go to
0: sleep though. I couldn't go to sleep. This I, guy looks like just, he should play quarterback. I just shut it down last night. I don't know. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that up. I was gonna, gonna try to avoid that. But that was the worst bad beat, atrocious game and just Pathetic, pathetic from a coaching standpoint to allow that to happen, where your defense cannot get off the field. They got off the field, but penalties, stupid, moronic penalties. That's enough. <laughs> we come back. The quarterback is in the house. He he just got off an of IL or something like that because we haven't seen him for for months. Either that or suspension. I don't know what it is. Or maybe vacation. It looks like he's been pumping some iron. Yeah. In. He's, he's, got some, he's got the guns showing today. Yeah. That's our guy. Jay Schrader is in the house. We got that. We got best bets. Don't you dare go anywhere. Plenty of football. Coming up next hour, we're live at the Westgate inside the world famous Super Boot.